Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Bezos Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 374. We were talking about the various aspects of fighting, understanding where it's coming from, which will make it much, much less traumatic, much more calming, and much more transforming and healing when we understand these concepts. And we started to explain that no matter how good two people are and how great they work on their marriage and how nice they are and wonderful they are, it's natural because marriage is such a close relationship that they will ultimately hurt each other very deeply or get angry at each other intensely. We even have these real feelings of dislike or hate from time to time. And to understand and knowing why this is taking place and accepting that as a reality becomes a calming thought to be used as a transformational point to hurt those, to heal those hurts and to transform those experiences into a closer bond. So to understand this, there's a nature of a fight that generally speaking, unless you're a sociopath or a real person with serious issues, 99.9% of the time when you get into fights and arguments, even real difficult ones, it's not done maliciously. It's not done consciously to hurt, even though it did hurt. But it wasn't done purposefully to hurt you. That itself puts a break on allowing the fights to accelerate. The one that is hurt, that is in pain, usually doesn't express Let's say one of the spouses unintentionally or being in a bad mood said something to hurt their spouse. The spouse who was hurt, the healthy aspect would be is to express to the spouse who hurt them, ouch, that hurt. But usually they don't do that. Usually what they do is is that they are so caught off, off guard and feel hurt that they react in anger. You're inconsiderate. You're always doing this and so on. Now, usually speaking, this is the first uh, piece of advice that Reverend C. and Schaefer gives that would really de-escalate any given fight when you would legitimately express, ouch, that hurt. Usually that'll be met with kindness. You'll catch yourself and realize, you know, I hurt my spouse. They express that they were hurt, and then you'll apologize right away and straighten it out. But usually what happens is, is the hurt party has trouble expressing and saying, you know, you hurt me by saying that. It's not true, whatever. Instead, they go and react back in anger because they were caught by surprise by what they said. And that creates a further de-escalation. When a hurt spouse expresses the pain as anger, then the original person who hurt, who really had no idea what they did wrong yet, now they feel that they're under attack. So here's a very important insight here, that when one spouse says something hurtful by accident, and they're not aware of the pain they're caused, you could say they should have known, would have known, but they're really unaware. The hurt spouse responds to the pain with anger and launches a verbal attack. So the hurt party now becomes the aggressor by being angry and attacking back even stronger, and then you have a back-and-forth vicious cycle that takes place. Because now the hurt party, they're in pain. So now 
they words are intended to hurt when your their hurt party is responding back in anger in the attack mode. Then the one who originally hurt was uh, hurt hurt their spouse is overwhelmed and doesn't understand. I, I, you know, instead of apologizing, you're attacking me, and because they don't initially understand what hurt they caused, so this concept is very, very important. So the key being that in fights, one is in pain. And that's something that one needs to understand. You can't expect to deal with fights in a philosophical way. It's an Isoyan because it hurts. When one was hurt, even if it was unintentional, they're in pain. And the pain causes a person not to think clearly. It's understandable, but they need to understand what's going on. If your spouse was in a bad mood, and they may not even hop that they're hurting you, they may not be aware, maybe they should have been more self-aware, but they really don't mean to hurt you, and they said something insensitive, and now you feel hurt, that pain overwhelms everything else. You're aware of the pain. And it's normal to be sensitive to pain. When and, and, and we detach from pain when it's someone else's pain, but when it's our own, it's hard to detach. And that's the par- problem when people uh, get into the arguments that they don't understand. Let's say the one who said the insensitive remark would say, like, you know, I know I was insensitive. I know I said things that weren't always nice. I'm not saying I was always good. I'm not saying I'm a tzaddik. But I didn't mean it so much. And they were just words. But he's being philosophical about it because it's not his pain. The hurt spouse will be overwhelmed by the pain. And that's something to understand. That when someone, even unintentionally, hurt the other spouse, they're in pain. And the smart thing is for the hurt person, instead of lashing back out in anger, to express, you know, you hurt me. It's vulnerable to do that, but it's important because most husbands are wise hearing that will understand right away what they did, and right away apologize and make amends. Now, Reverend C. N. Schaefer says that he spoke to many people that were divorced or getting divorced. And what you have, unfortunately, in these situations is that one spouse accuses the other spouse of being abusive or being controlling. And each one has a long list of complaints about the other because they felt that grievance and neither of them recognized the pain that their own words caused. And that's why when marriages fail, they both view themselves as the victim. They have a whole laundry list of grievances of how bad their spouse was. Neither side mentions their part of the inflicting of the damage in the relationship. And it doesn't mean, and he says this is a very insightful concept, it's not like either one is lying. They're not lying. They believe they're being truthful. It's just that they cannot see the pain that they caused with their words. They only see the pain caused by the words of their spouse to them, but they do not see the pain that they caused to their spouse with their own words. They only see the pain inflicted on them, but they are blind to seeing the pain that they inflicted on their husband or wife. And that is what happens. It happens in marriages and it happens, unfortunately, you know, in these divorce situations.
So the panemius of a fight, which Rabbin Schaefer brings down here, and I think this is one of the most important, key, vital, crucial aspects of this book and to understand how fights work, is that what are they fighting about? Are they fighting about children, in-laws, religion, money, intimacy, how to squeeze the toothpaste, whether the socks are left on the floor, what issues are responsible for the fight? And the answer is there is no issue. No issue is responsible for the fight. When you read this, when I first read it, it's a, whoa, what do you mean? But this is a big aside. The aside here is it's never the issue that they fight about. It's the pain, the behind the scenes pain, inner pain that they feel. That is what they're fighting about. They're fighting about their hurt feelings. It's not really, in essence, about the money or hashkafa or in-laws, whether you are late or sloppy or wasting money or anything like that. It's the pain that's felt and the pain that's caused. So in the example we gave last year about the wife waiting in the cold, when he was supposed to be there 5.30 and he, she waited in the freezing cold till 6 o'clock, it's not the cold that bothered her. It's not the fact that she was waiting 30 minutes in the cold. It was very uncomfortable. But that's not what was bothering her. The nakuda, the, the shirish of what was bothering her is that she felt abandoned. She felt forsaken by, my hu- by her husband. He is my friend. I rely on him. I love him. And you left me waiting out in the cold. You abandoned me. And I told you how much it bothered me and you didn't even care. In reality, he did care. But the idea is, is the pain that was felt of the sense of abandonment and hurt is what caused her to lash out back at her husband. Not the issue of being late, Ba'etzim. It's never the issue that causes the fight. Because when you are able to remove that hurt or understand where it's coming from and putting it aside, then the issue is much easily resolvable. If you stay focused on resolving the issue itself, it won't cure the problem if you don't resolve the inner aspect of the the problem, which is the hurt that was felt. Because the issue did not cause the conflict. So even if you solve the issue, the conflict won't go away. It's the hurt feeling behind it. She doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't love me. She's so disrespectful to me. That's why even difficult issues can be resolved and even transformed if they are able to move away from that hurt and just work on that issue. Most even difficult issues could be resolved. So the key behind this is this wife, for example, that was left out a half hour in the freezing cold when her husband was late, he said a very key important idea is to catch yourself, but wife, if she would catch herself and say, that's strange. My husband is usually very considerate. He's very caring. I know he cares. So why is he leaving me out here a half hour in the cold? That thought itself of asking that question, that's strange. Why is this happening? Or if a husband thinks that way when the wife blows up at him, that's strange. She's normally not so emotional. She's normally not so upset. Something must have occurred 
that created this. That's strange. What happened? That also removes the bitterness and focus on what's really going on here. What you're doing now is now not reacting to the outward condition of being left out in the cold for a half hour waiting for your husband or a husband um, being like thrown off by his wife yelling and screaming at him about something or the other way around. But now they're starting to focus on the inner world of their spouse. Not easy to do because you, you feel like you're under attack. So the key really is, is number one, is to understand that. So one key phrase when you're getting, when you, your spouse, husband or wife, makes no difference which way it is, starts being very upset and lashing out, is to think, that's strange. There's something else going on here. It can't be just this issue. What's really going on? That curiosity removes that, you know, being thrown off and you're able to be sensitive. And then things end up de-escalating Baruch Hashem and get a lot better. And the second thing that's very important is to use the word ouch or acknowledge that it hurt. That's all in a calm way, not in an angry way. So in other words, when one felt hurt, when one spouse hurt the other spouse, they were in a bad mood or they weren't sensitive and they said something hurtful, this hurt spouse was very important. It's not easy because you felt hurt. You got hurt. It overwhelms you. But if you overcome that and understand why it overwhelms you and now put it aside and go back to your, to your husband and wife when you got hurt and not to lash out, but to say, you know, ouch, that hurt. What you said hurt me. Usually they'll apologize. I didn't mean it that way. I'm upset about this and that. And then it doesn't spiral out of control. And you'll learn how to deal rationally with the issue that you're dealing with. In that case of the husband and wife, as the, uh, she, she came into the car after waiting a half hour in the, the dialogue we expressed in the last year. So listen to the last year when we went through that scenario. When she started yelling at him and he responded back. If either one would have said like, ouch, uh, if this hurts, then it would have been a very different scenario. Because when she was left out standing in the cold, what really hurt her was not the annoyance of standing out of the cold, even if it may have been zero degrees outside, and it's no fun. But the nakuda pnimius of her upsetness at his, her husband was that she felt unloved. She felt unloved. And if she said something, you know, I'm hurt by the fact that I was left here alone for a half hour, that would have given her husband the opportunity to try to heal that wound and explain, I am sorry I hurt you. You're, you're the most important thing in my life. And maybe I shouldn't have handled it, should have handled it differently, or maybe I should have, whatever you say. But you, and, and, and that de-escalates it. That de-escalates it. So that is when you express ouch rather than anger where you don't attack back, but rather express that you're hurt, which is more courageous to do, more mature, adult-like thing to do when you're hurt, to express, you know, you hurt me, you hurt my feelings. In a calm way, you say that. And not in anger, that's a sign of maturity. That's a sign of healthy adult behavior. A fight begins when the victim reacts not with the honest expression of pain, but with anger. Because the anger adds blame and turns the victim into an aggressor. 
Now, people don't like hearing this. People don't like, and again, I'm yours truly, I'm part of this. I, I said this thousands of times in the Shiurim. I'm not on a high horse above all of this. I, with you, go through this. It is not easy when you feel hurt and you, and you legitimately felt hurt to realize I'm not going to play victim now. I was hurt, but I'm going to make a decision. I'm not going to play victim and respond in anger like I'm the victim, but I'm going to do the important thing and express to my spouse, you know, you hurt my feelings now in a calm way, not angry. But, you know, I felt hurt by what you said. And when you say that, that repairs these rifts. And that's a very, very important thing to do. We're going to talk in the next year about the right, the way to apologize in a healthy way. Because that's also a big aside in de-escalating fights, which is apologizing. And very often people either don't apologize or acknowledge what they did. And even when they apologize, they do it in a very half-baked way or in a way that you, looks like you're apologizing, but you're really not apologizing or it's half, you know, not really, you know, whatever it is. And that's not the way to do it. You have to learn how to apologize. And that, by the way, is something also that is not easy. But when you learn how to do it transforms marriages. So these subjects now, even though they're initially unpleasant things about these fighting situations and so on and so forth, the reason why these shiurim in particular are so important is because they are a vehicle, number one, when you learn the skills of how to handle those hurt emotions the right way, you not only de-escalate the fight and end it, instead of it becoming a vicious cycle, for making a small thing and like snowballing into a big thing, what you actually also do is, besides repairing the damage, it's not just repairing, you are healing the relationship and also you're creating an even stronger bond. You look back and you will see that the greatest things that made you deep, deep friends and wonderful lovers and being like one is the fact that we had these difficulties. I felt hurt, you felt hurt, and we worked it through in a mature adult way with one another. And that created an even greater bond, an even greater love and attraction and appreciation of one another. And this is another big side that we're going to address in the upcoming shir. Bracha and atzlacha.